You're listening to Kidding Ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Brian. This show is about our journey to parenthood through adoption. All right. Welcome back. We're back. No, you welcome back. You're the one who's been gone. So here you are. No, but to all of our millions of listeners, oh, well welcome back yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> welcome back. It's us. Your Emily, favorite co-hosts. My name's Emily. <laughs> and I'm Brian. Sure. Disregard what you heard in the intro. Anyway, so today you are back. We have gotten way off track with recording, but we are trying to get back on track. Thank you for being patient. And today we're excited to bring you a listener Q&A. But Brian's never heard any of these questions. So he's on the spot. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. See if he answers correctly. <laughs> it's a quiz. Good luck to me. I'm, I know or I've heard at least that husbands love when their wives test them. So that's what's going to happen tonight. I think Ben Affleck really said it best in the trailer for the movie. <laughs> he's just not that into you. And he goes... This feels like a trap. Yeah. Have you not seen that whole movie? No, I have. Oh, yeah. We watched it. Yeah. Together. Oh, yeah. Recently. Recently. But you're right. That part was in the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, why don't we just jump on in? Let's jump in. Let's do like a cannonball at a summer pool. (laughs) Well, you'll be familiar with many of these questions because I know we've kind of discussed frequently asked questions. So I just kind of compiled similar questions into their main question one main question so Perfect. first question have you heard anything or any news <laughs> the answer is no expand We've, on that <laughs> so we are still in the waiting phase we have been of course approved at the end of april and we are just waiting right now to hear from our caseworker which in turn means that we're waiting to be first selected by an expectant mother um, and then, you know, them ultimately deciding that they would like to meet us. So that would be the the next stage in the process. So really nothing happens in this phase until something happens. And then it's like the biggest thing that could happen happens. Yeah. So zero to 60 real fast, zero to 160 real fast. Although, I mean, whenever people have been asking me in person, have you heard anything or gotten an update recently i've been telling them that we got a second grant for fundraising true so while we haven't heard anything specifically about being placed with a child we have heard that people think that we should have a child enough (laughs) to give us money yes so So we're victory well i should only speak for myself but i feel very relieved because we don't have to be as tightly budgeted um, while we still are always pretty much on a tight budget cause we have a, a lot of savings goals. Um, we were even tighter because of the adoption and it just feels good to know like the next steps taken care of. And that just gives me a lot of peace. Absolutely. All right. So question number, wait, did I pass? Yes. Okay. Question number two. You answered correctly. There was no news. Woo-hoo! Okay. So the next question is how long will the wait be? No one knows. Ideally, shorter than longer, of course. But once we were officially approved, our caseworker told us that it would be, the average wait, rather, is about 18 months. 
Yeah, it, right now, which yeah. confuses me. I think it's based on like this year. And the number of families that number, are waiting. Exactly. They do all kinds of complex calculations yeah. that tells them how many families, how many moms they're working with, how many of those moms are going to actually follow through or, or make an adoption plan. And then ultimately, um, I guess they figure out like, well, with this many moms and this many families, it's going to be about this long. But they do make a point to say in their monthly updates to us about the agency that um, the average wait across 10 years is 10 months. And that gives me like a little more. I don't know if that's actually better to know or worse, but because <laughs> then I'm going to be like, oh, it could be 10 months. But yeah, so. Um, but also, whenever we finalized our adoption, our service plan, um, we were told that based on some of the, the decisions that we made, that the wait might be a little bit longer. But ultimately, it comes down to a mom picking us. Mm-hmm. So we could get a call right now. Well, that, that didn't work. Didn't but work. We, we could get a call literally any second um, from our caseworker saying, hey, a mother would like to meet you or hey... A baby is at the hospital right now in Tennessee, in another state. So it's uh, it's definitely up in the air. It can be kind of variable. Um, but all probability indicates that it will be, we'll get a call that says a mom would like to meet you, and then we'll go from there. Correct. Okay, next question. Are you getting a newborn? Maybe. Maybe. Again, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. It's like a mystery box. We are approved for up to a Mm one-year-old. That was based on one of the choices that we made. And so we could get a newborn. Yep. But we could get a one-year-old. And we could get anything in between. Or anything in between. And We could even get multiple kids. We could get... We are also approved for multiples. I've been saying all along that, like, there are a lot of ways that God could surprise us on this journey. And multiples might be the biggest of all like one is the timeline it could either be really short or really long um that would be a surprise like either way if it's about average you know that won't really be a surprise that'll just be what we expected but then if we get multiples we will certainly be surprised hey one and done (laughs) that's That's what what i'm talking about so anyway (laughs) we'll see stay tuned we do not know um but we'll get a i guess an infant because I don't know, up to around that age, I believe, is considered an infant. Okay, and this one's from cousin of the pod, Kelsey. Kelsey! She's a great question asker. I'm excited to talk through this one for the first time with you in a recording. What are you most excited for and nervous about with having kids? Well. So maybe start with excited for. Sure. Um, I would say, I, honestly, I'm just excited to be a dad um, from direct observation of friends and family of ours that have had children recently. Seems like the first couple months for a newborn, the first couple months can be pretty chill. So just me <laughs> well. and the little dude hanging out on the couch, <laughs> playing video games together. And then eventually he'll get to play video games with me, which will be pretty cool. We're going to have to talk about screen time. Well, he'll face the other way. Oh. Yeah. While playing video games? No, while I play video games. Oh. Yeah, and he's asleep. Oh, okay. So it's fine. Okay. Yeah. 
um, figuring out how to rig a saddle on Watson. <laughs> Put the baby in the saddle. Until the baby weighs more than him. Yeah, which won't take very long. No, but I'm, I'm really excited just to, to be a dad and get to do fun dad stuff. What's a fun dad thing? I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, none of this will really come into play (laughs) until years later. But my dad always uh, included me in projects around the house. And by the time I was old enough to hold a hammer without dropping it immediately, I feel like he showed me how to hammer a nail in straight and how to measure twice and cut once. That's important. Yeah, 100%. And do little projects. And that's always stuck with me. So, you know, things like that. What about cooking? Well, yeah. We saw this incredible video recently of like maybe a two-year-old maybe younger standing on a chair in the kitchen like a pro cooking away on this range and like dad was there too helping where i guess technically the baby was helping but like he was like had his hand on the pot handle and was like moving the pot back and forth and stirring at the same time it was pretty impressive yeah it was he was wearing a diaper and yeah like didn't have a lot of hair so of course i don't know how old he was but i would have guessed yeah yeah, i mean probably two to three and he was able to get off the chair scoot the chair to another location in the kitchen get back up on the chair and keep helping so that was pretty cool i think that'd be uh i mean if nothing else a way that we could make money (laughs) you know have that kid get a job child labor um child labor laws well so in, in case you don't know Brian loves to cook, and I like to bake. I think she loves to eat. I think baking is something that I'm looking forward to doing with kids. I've seen Kelsey do that. Um, I've I've seen like just other people do that as like a great way to engage with your kids and have them doing something with their hands and doing some, learning something mm-hmm. and um, talking about numbers, yeah, quantities, weights. And then... And when the kids are done baking, they can go for a nap, and Dad can clean up all of the flour. That sounds great. Um, What else am I excited about? I don't know. I guess it just feels like the next thing in life right now. I'm just kind of excited, I guess, to see what... Like, who we get and who, who this person grows up to be and... I know that's very long term, but I will say I'm not immediately excited about like the first phase. I'm actually kind of nervous about, I guess, moving into nerves, um, just how things will change between us and, um, and I guess just with finances and all of that, which it's kind of another question that I have for us later, but um and then just ultimately sleep and like balance like work-life balance I'm nervous about because I'm going to continue working full-time and um I just can't really imagine just because I'm an introvert and I come home like today I was done I couldn't I needed (laughs) I needed time to decompress and I am thankful for my commute for that reason because I get time to myself in the car and I can listen to whatever music I want. I can listen to a podcast, um, audiobook, whatever. And so I think that time will be re- really, really good for me. Um, and some days I need more than that. So 
I think it'll be hard to come home and like have someone like want to touch you all the time or like engage with you and and I want to be that I want to be able to do that so yeah I guess I'm kind of nervous about that element yeah for sure I think just the uh the unknowns are are the thing that kind of that worry me the most I mean worry is a pretty strong word I'm not super You're worried not a about worrier. anything yet I'm also not a worrier but I think and this is my theory that when you when you have a baby or you adopt a child it's the it's like the beginning of the first issue of a comic book it's your origin story and that's how you get superpowers and suddenly you're able to function on three hours of sleep or less and still go about your day job like a relatively normal human being yeah i have heard that but then your kryptonite is i guess time alone because then all you can do is sleep maybe but that would be fine I just, I think that it'll be interesting to just figure all that out. And I, I guess besides being nervous, I'm, I'm looking forward, I think just as a planner to trying to, I like want to pre-plan all that. I want to like figure out how it's going to work. And I, you just can't do that. Right. So, um, next. Did, did we talk about enough about the things we're worried about? The other <laughs> half of that question. Oh, do you have more to say? Oh, no. I just. Then know. if not, we talked enough. Are you, have you said all you're excited about? I feel like we didn't go into depth, but that's one I, I would have to give more thought to. And I would say I'm generally not someone who gets excited for things before they're like imminent. Yeah. I, I, I think I tend to, well, I know I tend to lean more anxious. So I think it's easier for me to think about the nerves than the, the good things. But I, well, here's one. I think it'll be fun to like, introduce your kids to your parents and like introduce like as real people what like, do you mean well like with a personality and like their own likes and dislikes and just in general like that i'm excited to introduce our parents to our child is what i mean yeah and like that moment of them meeting will be cool um i'm excited to have for us all to have more of a reason to get together because we don't live in the same state and you know time flies and gets away from everyone and I think having a grandkid in the mix will really be this anchor um so not only introducing to my parents but like our siblings and um his cousin and um I don't know just our friends and introduce this new person into our life I think that will be cool yeah. Okay. Um, any nerves about or excitement about the adoption process? I mean, honestly, I feel like the thing, the things that I got excited about were getting approved in the first place. And then it will be when we get placed. Mm-hmm. And I guess like maybe when we get to meet an expectant mom for the first time and just, you know, finally learn more about you know, if, if everything's going to work out and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think the only bit of nerves that I have really surround scheduling just because as, yeah. a, as a touring musician, that could be a little variable at times. And, um, my, I guess my concern is I'm going to be like on the road in Europe playing a show somehow. <laughs> and we're going to get a call that there's a baby right now. And it's like, no, because you have so many European gigs right well, now. you never know. I know. One could pop up anytime. That it would could, be great. I could get a call right 
now. Well, that didn't work either. <laughs> but it could happen. We could get a call at any second about either getting to adopt a child or about a European tour. I think I'm nervous about the element of meeting the expectant mom because I know it will be ultimately awesome and it's necessary and I'm so glad that that's a potential option if that's the way it happens for us but I just can't imagine the feeling of walking into a room it'll be like dating in a way is how we've heard it described like a blind date almost because they've seen pictures of you um, they've read a little bit about you what you've put out for them to read Mm -hmm. but they've never met you and and they don't know your voice and your mannerisms and your I don't know, just how you interact. And so I think there's an element of nerves there. But I'm I'm definitely excited for the day that we get matched. Yeah. Because I think that will be very exciting for sure. Um, I guess with the caveat of not placing too much weight on that in case it changes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have the actual statistics in front of me. But um, even if you get chosen with an expectant mother to meet... Like for us, especially because we chose not to be notified every single time our book gets shown. And so if we get a call that says, hey, this mom would like to meet you guys, I'm sure our initial reaction will be just super excited, feeling very great about the whole thing. But at the same time, that's the first step even in that process. And mm-hmm. it could look different. And we, they could meet us and, you know, kind of like a first date and just kind of feel like, eh, well, not really. You know, not for me, not for my kid. And that's just part of the process hopefully that won't happen because i mean i think we're pretty cool yeah we, we should take watson <laughs> that would sell it for sure uh, hands down yeah, unless the person's afraid of dogs and then we'd be in trouble yeah gosh can't win for losing here but i think that's that about sums up our our nerves and excitement um yeah. So here's another one. I believe this was also submitted by Kelsey. Because of the pod. She's also a podcaster. Great podcast called The Girl Next Door Podcast. You should look it up. So she has good questions. Mm -hmm. Um, How will you handle childcare and household responsibilities once the baby's here? I kind of think that it'll end up being a a bit like it is now. Um, Emily and I have a pretty fair division of labor. Like she said earlier, I really like to cook. She is not as fond of, of like preparing meals and like the, the steps, like prepping ingredients and everything. And I just love it. I kind of zen out with it and have a, a genuinely enjoyable time, whether it's a really elaborate meal or something kind of small. I, I enjoy every step in that. So I anticipate, you know, continuing to do that, to do a lot of the cooking and I'll have a great time doing it. Emily is certainly more organized and a bit more task oriented, um, organized both in the home and mentally. (laughs) So I think that she'll do a good job kind of keeping us on track. But for the most part, like household chores and things, you know, we kind of share. And if one of us wants something done and can't do it, the other is happy to step in and do that. And so I think that flexibility will be pretty important. Um, Because if I've heard anything about children, (laughs) is that they're unpredictable. Mm -hmm. So if it poops on the floor... You know, one of us will change the the diaper. diaper. (laughs) Maybe you forgot the diaper. (laughs) Maybe. Because of lack of sleep. Um, But 
I, I think we'll, you know, approach it from the same perspective we do with everything now, which is it's got to get done. And who has capacity? Sure. And we'll do it together. Yeah. We, I mean, ideally we would continue doing a lot of things together, but um, as far as childcare goes, we haven't figured that out yet. And Brian being a touring musician is kind of a question we have, like what if he gets a long tour um, at any point, really, when, once the baby's here. Um, then we'll just bribe a grandmother. Yeah, because I, like I said, I'll continue working full time. And so he'll take some time off. But we haven't looked into all the childcare options. One big negative for um, childcare when you're adopting is that you can't get on any waiting lists. And every daycare has a waiting list. Um, until in Nashville. You can't get on until you have a due date. And we may only get a few months notice um, at the most. And so we may not be able to get in somewhere immediately. And that um, is something we'll have to figure out. But we have talked to um, our moms about, you know, would they be willing to come up here um, with, you know, with planning? If Brian has something booked out mm-hmm. in advance, could they come for like the whole period of time he's going to be gone or, um, or of course we'll find something. We, yeah. we have friends who've gone before us and, um, I have like backup childcare provided through Vanderbilt, which is awesome. Yeah. And, um, I don't Ultimately, know. It'll, that we'll just have to figure out closer to yeah. time. And, that this is a great example of what you said earlier, how I don't really worry about stuff. I'm not really concerned about it because I know it's going to work out. Yeah. One way or another, it'll be. And no matter what we decide right now, if you, if your schedule drastically changed within a year, we have no way to predict that happening, but also we can make all the plans we want right now, but they really won't matter because we don't have the consistent normal job situation. Like, a lot of people but it'll be great it'll so be our, our ideal and to sum up the childcare aspect the ideal to me would be you get a great paying gig that like covers all our needs and i i don't know find a different job or quit my job or in the long term and get to go <laughs> with you that'd be great i know we could buy a tour- family band I'll play the drums. You sing. Oh no! <laughs> in front of thousands of people. Doesn't I don't that think thousands enjoyable? of people would want to come if I was singing. But I do think that would be cool. If a few years down the road, that's an option. For sure. That would be cool. For sure. <laughs> and as far as what was the other question? Um, household responsibilities. Yeah, um, I already talked about that. Well, you talked about it. Oh. You didn't let me talk about it. Do you disagree? I don't disagree, but I was just, I might have more to say <laughs> that just the way we kind of divide up things now, um, that might shift a little bit. I do, I'm more <laughs> effective at doing laundry, let's say, and I would be fine like taking over that full responsibility because Brian kind of, he's just on such a different schedule and he has different needs 
based on travel. So he's kind of responsible for his own laundry unless I'm doing like a load and I need some of his stuff. So I would take that on. And of course, we'll be adding a lot to that. Um, but basically, I think it it's worth continuing as close as possible to what we currently do. And I'm not thinking much will change there. Yeah. Well, um, that sums up all the questions that I've, I summarized for us. We've probably spent the allotted amount of time, but let's, um, dive into a culture capsule. Culture capsule. Okay. Oh yeah. And I almost forgot the way that we indicate the culture capsule is by inserting a cool sound here. All right. Well, I'll start because, well, I have two, but maybe I'll save one and see if you, what you share. But my first one I know what I'm sharing. is that after almost five years of owning this house, we are replacing two major light fixtures. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very excited about it. We have what we affectionately and what the world knows affectionately call and what the world knows as boob lights on our ceilings. We don't have ceiling fans. We just have boob shaped uh, glass, like very traditional looking fixtures and i have they're, always they're like the home depot special yeah i've always hated them but they're so cheap and i know it's like one simple thing you can do to really change a room is change the light fixtures i always hear that um but i don't know i guess because after a while you just get used to your house the way it is but i found a sale and i found i think i just have trouble making decisions on things like that because i really don't care but I do care. Like I want it to look a certain way, but I don't know what way it should look all the time. And so anyway, found some, they're like a drum light with like a very diffuse lighting situation. So it'll be very mellow and, um, Brian hates overhead lights. I just hate direct illumination. So I thought those would be a good compromise and they're drum lights. That's perfect. Yeah. Very on brand for us. We'll see how long they last on the ceiling. Might have to use them in a session. <laughs> a little bit of musical humor there for you. Um, and then we're going to get a ceiling fan for our guest room, but I'm just excited to start replacing those throughout the house and it'll just make a difference, I think. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Well, we've mentioned before that I work for a distillery in Nashville and Emily and I started, uh, we didn't start together. Um, I started working there. Uh, about a month or so after we visited that distillery, uh, shortly after we moved to Nashville. So we moved here, didn't know anybody. I'd read online about this cool distillery. We went with my sister and her husband, hey, Chelsea Cam. Thanks for listening to the pod. Uh, sponsor us. And at the distillery, we thought, this is so cool. And so we had a great time, and I ended up following them on Instagram. And then a few weeks later, they posted they were looking for some extra help. And I vividly remember sitting on the couch next to Emily and... I said, oh, that distillery we went to, they need extra help. And she, without missing a beat, says, you should do that. Now, at the time, I was working remotely for a software company based in Texas. And I said, I have no time to do that. She said, we'll do it on the weekends or something. So I started giving tours on the weekends. Wasn't it every other weekend? It was every Saturday and every other Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, And I thought that because 
you had a remote job and you're an extrovert and you like needed to be around people. It was a great way for you to meet people. And because I was sitting in the basement exactly all day by myself. Exactly. Not good for you. Not great. So continue. So I started working on the weekends. Eventually, whenever Emily started working uh, at Vanderbilt, I was able to transition and started working at this distillery full time. Um, anyway, over the years, over four and a half years now, um, I have held a bunch of different jobs in the company, different roles, and uh, I am part of kind of our quasi-sales apparatus and also the IT person, and I help build some stuff every once in a while, just a general uh, whatever needs doing kind of person. But all that to say... You're very handy. Yeah, maybe. Um, better than being very handsy. <laughs> this distillery that I've worked for for nearly five years now, when I first began working, they had recently started production on a Tennessee whiskey. And as of yesterday, it is on the market. Woo! Which is super exciting. And it's it's interesting. This is the longest I've ever worked anywhere. And uh, I definitely feel a huge sense of ownership over the the company and the product. And um, uh, You don't own the company, though. Well, I, I feel a sense of ownership. Oh. Yeah. I do get asked often if I am part of the family. And I say, well, in a way. Um, which is true and false. Um, <laughs> so all that to say, very, very proud of what we've been doing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to kill it and see some great success. And it's just neat to be a part of something that I'm very passionate about, even after so many years working there. Because even other jobs that I've had that were cool, I've never felt quite this way of just being genuinely excited about what all's going on. You want to plug the brand? Sure. If any of you are listening that live in Tennessee... Oh. Yeah, because it's only available here. Oh. Well, the, the sorry. Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery. Great place to go. Great place to work. Great products. Our Tennessee whiskey is available now in the state of Tennessee. Bellmead Bourbon, of course, available in 24 states currently. So if you're in Texas or Florida or California or Washington, D.C. or Colorado or Kentucky or Georgia. Please don't continue. Okay, thank you. Um, we are available. So cool stuff. If you like whiskey, check it out. If you don't like whiskey, check it out. Also, Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery, sponsor us. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll talk to Charlie. Thanks. Um, well, I think that about wraps us up. I think so. So have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good sleep wherever you are listening. Whenever you Enjoy are listening. Enjoy folding your laundry. Hope your commute goes fast. And oh my goodness gracious, I hope it cools off soon. Well, that was, oh, that was my other culture capsule. It's oh. really, really hot here still. And it is the hottest it's ever been in October. In Nashville. And I just want it to end. So yeah. hope eat, wherever you are is cooler than here. And I hope you get a fall breeze tomorrow. Absolutely. And maybe a couple feet of snow. That'd be crazy. All For right. Sure. Bye, everyone. See you next time. If you'd like to help bring our kiddo home, head over to adopttogether.org slash kidding ourselves. Our theme music is by honoraries and volunteers featuring Brian Cox on drums. What if me and my kid 
don't like any of the same stuff. You mean like, what if he's super into sports because you're super into what, music? But that's not lame. That'd be something to get excited about. Oh. I guess what if we had a really apathetic kid who's okay. just like, no, I just want to... <laughs> Sit in my room and stare at the ceiling. Yeah. But you know, now that I'm saying that, that's not going to happen. No. Because even if the kid's interested in dirt, we'll be like, you do you, bud. <laughs> Find out more about that dirt. Yes. You can be a famous scientist someday. That's true. Every... Um, a dirt thermologist. <laughs> every There's so many opportunities for learning and accepting and figuring things out. Yeah. So scratch what I said. Kid's not going to be lame. Everything's good. I'm glad you cleared that up. Are I you, agree. Are you reading something on your phone? I'm trying to figure out which episode we're on. Oh, why? Because I was thinking about it. Oh. <laughs>